Chapter 32 of Sea Stories for Wonder Eyes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by April Amond. Sea Stories for Wonder Eyes by Mrs. A. S. Hardy. Chapter 32 Chameleons of the Sea. One night, a wandering harper came down to the sea. He was old, yet ever young. The wandering harper was the wind, and the sea was his lyre. We who were near, and who loved both the wind's song and the sea's songs, hastened to the beach. Little wave messengers ran up the silver sand to meet us and to lay gifts at our feet. Far off and near the music swelled, sweet and strong, low and loud, yet always so wonderful that no man could understand it. But there was something more than even the songs of the wind and the sea which held us in thrall. Overhead the full moon sailed through billows of cloud, and across the sea lay a road of gold and amber. The music of the old harper upon his sea lyre and the strange beauty of the moonlit sea cast a spell over us. What does it mean? said our man of science, as awe and tender as a little child. It means the sea folk are holding a carnival, said another. I wonder, oh, I wonder, said the little girl who so often had sat by the sea and wondered. Her whole figure was radiant, and her white pinafore fluttered like wings in the moonlight. I put my arm around her with a queer feeling that she might flit away through that track of light to an unknown shore. It means, said an old fisherman who had joined us, that there'll be thousands of squids that never'll sail the seeds after tonight. You mark my words, you'll be thinking at rise of sun that it's the squids that's been a-celebrating. All night the wandering harper played, all night the beautiful moon sailed through the cloudy seas and sent down its tracks of light to the waves below. In the gray of morning the little girl who had wandered was at my side, and together we went again to the beach. Truly the old fisherman knew, for hundreds of squids lay stranded upon the sand. We helped a few back into their water home, but of most of them it was true. As the old fisherman had said, they would never sail the seas again. We were anxious to study them at our leisure, but first sought our friendly fisherman at the lighthouse. You see, it's as I told you, he said as he fastened a small squid upon his hook. But why are there so many of these queer fellows on the sand this morning? the little girl asked. That I can't tell, answered the ancient mariner. Reckon they had a party last night. Reckon they sang, we won't go home till morning. It's morning, and there they be. But you told us last night that they would be on the sand in the morning. How did you know? she asked. It all comes a-living by the sea, my little miss, and getting acquainted with the habits of its folks, the old fisherman replied. Moonlight draws the squids as much as it draws the tides, I reckon. There be folks we call moonstruck, and that's what I reckon squids be. When the moon shines of a night, 
you may be pretty certain there'll be squids on the shore in the morning. Nobody knows exactly why. Leastwise, I don't. Squids travel backwards mostly through the shallows, and it may be that when they get their big eyes on the moon and begin their traveling backwards on the beach, they're sure to be landed if there's any beach behind them. I don't seem to have given you much of a reason for so many being stranded at once, but no squid ever explained his actions, far as I know. When I was a young man, I used to run a fishing smack along the banks of Newfoundland, and we used to turn this fancy of the squids to our advantage. We needed tons of squid for bait for catching cod, and we used to fasten a big light in the bows of our boats and then put for shore. The silly squids, keeping their big eyes on our illumination, would swim straight backwards until we'd land them by the hundreds on the banks. Did ye ever see the squids change color, little miss? The ancient mariner asked after a pause. They'll grow all the colors of the rainbow, regular beauties. Then, all at once, you can't see one, though there be dozens of them, under your very eyes. If you want to study squids, just go down yonder to the pier. You can watch them there as much as you like. The little miss may be lucky enough to find one of their aristocratic relations along the beach here some day. There be folks that find them here once in a while. End of chapter 32